0: Welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted Energy. I am one of your hosts, Nora Nopal, and I'm joined by my co-host, Pat Jones. Unscripted Energy is a podcast focused on the healing properties of energy work integrated in everyday things in everyday life. Unscripted because... It's just that, unscripted, unedited authenticity from two people working in the field of energy and spiritual wellness. So tune in, not just to us, but to yourself and experience unscripted energy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unscripted Energy. I'm one of your hosts, Nora Noble, and I'm joined with my fabulous co-host, Pat Jones. Oh. Fabulous. fabulous. <laughs> yes. Fabulous. Wow, that's a lot
1: for a six in the morning. I think you,
0: you, I think you can live up to it. The hype. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. And right back at you.
0: Well, thank you, thank you. That. <laughs> Fabulous is not the word of the week that I know of yet, because we haven't picked yeah, it. Yeah, not yet. No, but it could be. It could be added to the to it's the perfect. words. Yeah. So how's Pat doing today?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. How are you?
0: Good. On this rainy day in Ohio it's, today.
1: It's like the quintessential fall weather here the last couple
0: of days. That's a good way to say that. Quintessential. We had
1: about, you know seven minutes of sun and the rest is
0: kind of thats true.
1: variations of clouds and dampness and
0: all that good stuff. All that good stuff. And it is good stuff. I guess that's a good... It is. I'm glad that you said it's that good. because it's so often we can look at that stuff and think, oh, it's dre-. it gets labeled mm-hmm. as this, uh, dreary day. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect day to stay inside, mm-hmm. get stuff done uh-huh. that...
1: To, yeah, it's time to start thinking about slowing down a little bit, staying inside a little more.
0: You know that I love that who guy culture. Mm-hmm. I could have, but I, I, I could do that. I, I do that. Oh, yeah. This I mean, that's, that's really kind of what we're
1: supposed to do.
0: Yep. Hibernate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So that's good.
1: It is a good thing.
0: It's all about your perspective, folks, and the spin that you choose to put on it. You can choose to look at the rain and go, ugh. Or you can choose to look at it and go, well, it's, it's doing some good. It's washing things away. It's cleansing earth's palette, doing all the things it's supposed to do. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: You get to choose whether or not you view it as dreary or not. That's right. Yeah. And that's what I got asked. I'll, I'll share this really quick as I'm pulling up my, my word wheel since it's my week to pick the word. Um, I had Grandparent Day yesterday at my Ooh. youngest granddaughter's school. And as part of Grandparents' Day, they we had to go up to the classroom after we had breakfast with them and she interviewed me.
1: How old is she? Uh, she's eight. Oh, okay. Um,
0: oh, fun. Yeah, or she yeah, she's got a birthday coming up actually uh next week, so um yeah, so we did this whole, she she had great questions that the teacher had wrote out. And among those things, she asked me what my favorite season, what's my favorite time of year? And I'm like, well, that's really tough because I, I picked summer just because it's just more versatile. I don't like the really hot, hot temperatures. But in that conversation, I told her, I said, I really kind of like all the seasons. Yeah, I don't yeah, like the I cold, but I love the snow.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. So, yeah, yeah she had some really good questions, and then she—that's oh, um,
1: that's a neat thing to do. Yeah,
0: she was really taken aback by my favorite food. She, just, is, and my favorite food was eggplant. She goes, why? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I think might it's ask yummy. The same thing. <laughs> I, well, I, I said it egg,
1: really is your favorite.
0: Well, it, I was being. I was being a, I guess, a kind nanny to her because I said, "eggplant." It's eggplant parm is my favorite mm. thing, but I didn't want my, I didn't want to have to struggle and try to write eggplant parmesan, so oh, I just said eggplant, and she was like, "Why?" <laughs> so
1: that's a really good fun. question,
0: Tilly. Why? I don't know. <laughs> oh,
1: I love, I love her name too, Tilly. Yeah. That is so cute.
0: Matilda. Yep, yeah. she's adorable. And she's a lot of fun. And, good. good. And
1: That's a fun, fun age.
0: It is. It is. We have a... And, you know, being in second grade, it's... You know, they're really starting to... <laughs> I'm laughing because I just remembered another part of yesterday. Um, they're really starting to, like, explore the world with mm-hmm. different eyes in second grade.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't know this yesterday, and neither did anybody else in the classroom, but... um. My husband and my youngest daughter and son-in-law got a kick out of it because I took some pictures while we were doing the science lesson. I got to sit through their science lesson yesterday. And they're learning about bats. Ah. Vampire bats because it's that time of year. Okay, And so their lesson was on vampire bats. And the opening page of their scholastic reader has a picture, and the caption underneath the picture says vampire bat drinking blood out of a chicken's foot. And I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this.
1: Okay. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this.
0: Um I have my if I have one phobia, it's bats. I don't
1: I, I was gonna say, didn't you just recently have a run in with a bat? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Not fun. Don't like it. No. No. Oh, no. Yeah, no, that's... it's funny that you say recently because it was like three years ago. But that's how traumatized I was that Pat thinks it was recently. Yeah, well, I didn't, you know. I didn't even encounter it. It was Chris you in our basement. You know
1: how life is. It's just like oh, <laughs> it seems like that just happened a few months ago. Oh no, it was three years ago. It was about
0: yeah, it was about three years ago, and um, I I didn't even encounter it. Chris did in our basement or thinks he did, but now he's trying to say it was probably a moth, just a giant moth. Because I refuse to go into the basement, thinking that we have a colony of bats living down there. Oh my gosh. We don't. No, I have been in the basement. Bat. It
1: was a moth.
0: Yeah, he was like, I'm, "I'm sure it just scared me." It was a moth. Probably in the in the light, it just looked bigger, and it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I sat through that science lesson, so. For all you hypnos, as we call the hypnotists now apparently, all you hypnos out there who do listen to the podcast, you know, I had apparently unexpected aversion therapy yesterday in the middle of second grade science, you know, having to look at bats all day. So, I don't know that I'm cured, but... It's pretty interesting. It was an interesting science. It was an
1: interesting science um, and the, lesson. And the second graders probably just love
0: it. Oh, they loved it. They yeah. read along. They thought it was fascinating. They were very yeah. engaged. Um, yeah. They have a substitute. I don't... I didn't catch her name because um, I was busy focused on my granddaughter. Um, mm-hmm. But my her my granddaughter's teacher is on maternity leave. So the teacher, the sub is winding down her time there. But that sub was very engaged. And for a sub... I don't know what they're like every day in class, but you know subs get a bad they yeah. get a bad rap. No, she had them engaged. They were listening. They had all these little cues that she knew that she taught them. I can't even try to replicate them, but she, it was like she was conducting an orchestra. I was very impressed by her. So
1: awesome, teachers. We love you.
0: Yes, teachers. We do love you, and mm-hmm. and whoever that teacher is at. Edison Elementary, that substitute teacher, bravo, because I know that cannot be an easy task.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, congratulations to her. She's doing good things over there. So, that being said, if you're just joining in and you're like, what are these ladies chatting about? We don't know. Anything. Whatever comes to mind, that's kind of.
1: Whatever pops in.
0: Unscripted Energy is the podcast. We pick a word of the week. And we talk about it from an energy perspective, wherever it lands with us, where it might've flown through us in our lifetime um, and and do all kinds of wonderful things around that conversation. So it's my week to pick the word, if I'm correct, right, Pat? Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm gonna pull up my wheel and take a look and see what we're gonna talk about this week. Okay. Give us a good word. Aww. Oh, it must be a good
1: one.
0: I think it's an appropriate word for the culture of where our world is today. Okay. Um, and every day, I guess. Not just today, but every day. Um, the word of the week is pray. Oh. P-R-A-Y, not E-Y, folks, if you're listening at home. <laughs> <laughs> A-Y. Um,
1: oh, interesting.
0: Yes. So the word of the week is Pray. Um, and because of how my quirky mind works, um, I won't get too far ahead of myself as I give the definition, because that's also part of our podcast. Um, the very, and I'll, I'll post this later, because often if I bring up, um, if I bring up songs, I'll post a link to them on our Facebook page so that people can know what the heck I'm talking about. But the first thing that came to mind was, um the song pray by mc hammer (laughs) it popped into my head as soon as i heard the word you know the song no i
1: well not by that i mean maybe if i heard it i would know it but i'm not mc hammer wow i think (laughs) okay
0: yeah i'm gonna look that up now um yeah it is by mc hammer um Mm -hmm. He, um, it was the B-side to you to, You can't touch this. <laughs> really? Apparently so. Wow,
1: you are a wealth of trivial knowledge.
0: Well, that just because I'm Googling the YouTube
1: <laughs> for the official oh. music video. No.
0: So, um, I can probably get away with well, playing no a little of it without having the, um without having the pay the premium, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There you go. Can you hear that, Pat?
1: We got
0: no. I Probably because my uh, thing has the voice canceling on it, but to it so now I'm gonna have to, I'll have to, I'll post the link on our Facebook page later. Yeah, I'll um, look
1: it up when we finish. Yeah,
0: it's a, uh, it's it's really interesting um it, it's a I mean, it's, you know what do you expect from mc hammer it's got a lot of pep in it um but yeah that's the first thing that came into my mind for that's what's knows. fascinating is that
1: that's when you hear the word pray that's the first thing
0: well i mean other okay that's not the first thing the first <laughs> thing that came into mind obviously was as i said is where our the world yeah. is right now we need yeah. we can use some prayers around the world the second thing that oh. came into mind was mc hammer <laughs> the way my mind works yeah so pray a verb it's address a solemn request of ex or expression of thanks to a deity or other object of worship um and then as an adverb it's used as a preface to polite requests or instructions in other words um it would be so good for you, of you to pray like asking people um, to continue to pray. Um, I think it kind of goes, you know, without saying what the, what the word means. We hear it a lot. Um, according to our friends at Merriam-Webster, um, not unlike what I just said, it's often used, um, as a transitional verb to implore a function or a request or a plea. Um, and also to make a request in a humble manner, or to address God or a God with adoration, confession, supplication, or thanksgiving. So there you go. Pray. Do you have a Do you have a prayer pat that just kind of like is a go-to for you? Do you What do you? Um.
1: Yeah, I have a couple actually um, that have been important. For me, um, the prayer of Saint Francis—that's
0: one of mine also—is
1: is one of my favorite prayers. Um, the Lord's Prayer, of course, and um, I like the Serenity Prayer, also. Yeah, these are all the ones that are coming to mind.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of those standard prayers and. Uh, you know, I think of a couple of books in the Christian Bible that, um, that really are just kind of, any verse I go to is like a prayer in of itself, whether oh, yeah. it's something in Psalm yeah. or Proverbs or Corinthians, those are kind of my three mm-hmm. that I go to, to, for spiritual kind of attunement, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So. Um, well, and
1: I was gonna say in my the definition that I looked up. Yeah. It 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 uses the word offer to mm. offer. Devout petition praise thanks and so. Prayer as like an offering. Too. You know, I, I like that. Yeah. Way of. Putting it or.
0: Offering. It. Yeah, offering offering up, and and really, um, you know, as we kind of get into this, um, get towards the meditation to start, Mm -hmm. you know, offering up that prayer, it's really about just sending those good wishes out to people, you know what I mean, like holding Mm -hmm. somebody in, I think prayer can go a lot of ways, but just really holding somebody in care and concern. You know, and asking for divine presence to give them what they need. Um, in the last couple of weeks, I've written a couple of global prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of, you know, asking the world to just come together rather than continue to separate over our differences. So, um My, my hope is that with this, um, opening meditation that I do today, um, that it comes across in the spirit that it's meant and that is in that unity of prayer and not coming off, um, you know, religiously or politically motivated because, um, anybody who knows me, I think, knows that, yes, while I have my opinions, I, um... I, I try not to to assert them on other people um, in that way. So with that being said, um, I think that's what I will do. I think, and I don't typically do this. I don't typically, I typically will do a meditation off the top of my head. But when I started to think about that, I thought, well, maybe I read, maybe we I read this prayer that I wrote and I posted yesterday. Yeah. And we just meditate on whatever, wherever it lands with us, this prayer. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, and who knows with me, I may stay on, I may stay on this script. I never use, it's called unscripted for a reason, but the spirit may lead me somewhere else. So (laughs) we'll all know together. (laughs) Um, But wherever we are, whatever we're doing in this moment, I'll invite you to drop in to this meditation on prayer. And if you feel comfortable doing so, I'd invite you to close your eyes. And if you're not able to close your eyes at this time, that's okay too. You can simply just sit and listen to the words and allow them to pour over you. And hear them and feel them and experience them how you need. And so in the true fashion of a meditation, um, this isn't necessarily a meditation, if you will. But rather a prayer to you, our listeners, our listeners. And to those in the world who need them so badly right now. As I continue, dear worldly divine and citizens of this globe, in this moment of reflection, I come to you with an open heart and sincere intentions. I seek guidance and grace as I pray for peace in our world. I lift up my voice, united in the belief that harmony and understanding can prevail over division and discord. Grant us, the citizens of this globe, the wisdom to recognize the beauty of our diversity, to appreciate the richness that comes from our differences. Help us to embrace the truth that we can coexist peacefully, celebrating the unique gifts and perspectives each individual brings. May hatred and extremism find no fertile ground within our hearts. Teach us to cultivate love, empathy, and respect for one another. Help us to see past the superficialities of race, religion, and ideology, and instead, recognize the shared humanity that binds us all. Empower us to leave judgment behind and focus on the common good. Let us be agents of compassion and reconciliation seeking to understand rather than to condemn. Grant us the strength to lay down the weapons of violence, both physically, verbally, and instead wield the power of dialogue, understanding, and forgiveness. We pray for an end to the violence that plagues our world. May conflicts be resolved through peaceful means, and may the innocent be protected from harm. Inspire leaders to work tirelessly for justice and equality, fostering environments where peace can flourish. Guide us, individually and collectively, to confront our own prejudices and biases. Help us to acknowledge our shortcomings and to grow into a more tolerant and acceptable beings. May we be instruments of change challenging the status quo and dismantling the walls that separate us. And in this prayer for peace I surrender to your divine wisdom and ask others to surrender to their highest source and may the divine light shine through us all illuminating the path towards unity and understanding grant us the courage to stand against indifference and apathy and to actively promote love and peace in all our interactions. We offer this prayer with hope in our hearts, believing that together we can create a world that rejects violence and embraces compassion. And may the peace prevail in every corner of our planet. May our collective efforts bring about a future where we can all just be free where we can just be and just be present with the peace. Where there is breath, there is hope. Where there is hope, there is love. And where there is love, hatred cannot exist. Amen and namaste. And I hope that the words that you heard, that our listeners heard, do bring you peace. And wherever you are and whatever you're doing in this moment as we come back to the conversation, just see that peace light within you. See that possibility of prayer glowing within you. And just share that either silently or For somebody or out loud. Whatever feels right to you. And I truly believe that through the power of prayer, we can make a difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it's that, um, you know, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. Yeah. You can't. another great song. You can't. can't have peace if you're, you have a lot of angst within yourself. I mean, how is that even possible? You know, you can't be, you can't expect someone else to do something that you're not willing to do yourself.
0: Right. Yeah, and, you know, we often think about this idea of when we pray that, um, you know, when we pray, it's often in prayer to ask for something, right? We, mm-hmm. um, Petition, yeah. Yeah, there's a song out there by um, I don't know it, who, who you know. A lot of people listen to him. It's country. He's considered a country rapper. His name's Jelly Roll. Um, he says he has a song out there and says that I. The chorus starts. I own. I only talk to God when I need a favor, mm.
1: um,
0: and so I, when I think about those words. It often that's when we do pray, when we are just mm-hmm. in those stages of, mm-hmm. you know, needing something that's not yeah. being fulfilled in our lives. Um, I think it's important too, though, in the ener- as we talk about energy and prayer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you've heard the saying, "Pray and pray often," right? Um, I think in the spirit of that, from an energy perspective, it, it, there's nothing wrong with, with, you know, I'm sure God's happy to hear us, you know, it, and again, when I talk about prayer, I'm speaking specifically from the Christian perspective because that's my perspective that I have, and mm-hmm. I honor all religions in their prayer. But, um, you know, when uh, God's happy to hear from me whenever I, sit to talk to him but i make a purpose in the to pray for gratitude to, you know to offer thanks to god for the things that's been provided for me already rather than to just ask him why he's not listening to me um mm-hmm. that's how that's how i choose to do it because i feel like from an energy perspective that brings balance into my life rather than me just continuing to ask god for those favors um because I feel at least in in my life that there's been times where I feel like prayers didn't get answered and it might have made me a little angry with God but I've learned to view my prayers very differently that sometimes they get answered in ways that aren't within my conscious awareness Um, and often early on when I just prayed and asked for favors you know not that God is some some will say in the Old Testament, God is very vengeful. But when I say this, I don't feel that God is vengeful in the way that He said, well, you don't thank me enough, so I'm not going to give you the thing. But I think from an energy perspective, universally, if we're just asking yeah. and taking and not being thankful for what we have, that's going to throw our universal energy off. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the... Gratitude is such a powerful energy. It is. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, very powerful energy. Um, you know, when I was in, um, I was, took a class probably a decade or so ago on prayer and the history of prayer and like things like that. And... Um, one of the things that they talked about in there was um, the question was asked, like, you know, where did prayer begin, right? From an anthropology perspective or historical perspective, you know, where did that prayer begin? A lot of people have a, a lot of different opinions about that. Is that something that has ever come up in your in your Christian Bible learnings or anything like that, Pat?
1: I don't think so. No. I don't think so. I, um, I've never really thought about that. Yeah. If it has to be as, wouldn't it be as old as the world?
0: I so, would imagine. Uh, that, you know, yeah. back to the, you know, early, early eras of humans, they were certainly pleading, right? There were, there might have been pleadings mm-hmm. that happened that, that, you know, we could look at. And,
1: And also Thanksgiving and praise Mm. and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, showing, you know, different rituals and showing God uh, thanks for, you know, bringing us to this land or, you know, all those those kind of things. It
0: goes way, way back before, you know, I'm sure before even the... 1400s and you know um one of the things that I remember from that class was um talking about the different religions and the different ways we pray right like you Mm -hmm. and I we I just sat here and I read a prayer we were sitting I was I was definitely connected to my spiritual self in reading the prayer um there's the traditional um form of like kneeling and the folding of hands right um, that we see a lot, whether that's, um, we see it in the Christian faith. We certainly see it in other religions. Um, you know, I think even, um, in Jewish temples, they pray in that kind of certain way. Um, you know, I think of Muslims, they sitting on the mat and bowing, bowing right. Yeah. Um, and the Hindus in, in the same way with their heads bowed. And, you know, that's a big part of some of the Christian faiths you know bowing the head yeah. when we pray to give to honor uh, to honor God um, mm-hmm. and so one of the things though that stood out with uh, in that for me was the different the different ways and postures that we have in the act of prayer mm-hmm. in the act of praying in those various like sp- uh, spiritual traditions um, that go back centuries and one of the things that we didn't um, I didn't think about until this class is the different forms that prayer can take. Um, I for a hot minute I was I was a Catholic, um, and I think Pat's <laughs> laughing at me. I was a lot of things. So story, she knows my story. Yeah. yeah, my family uh, and and my personal spiritual walk. I've taken a lot of different journeys to see where I belonged. Um, I think of like the ritualistic practice of that, of a mass, right, um, it, -hmm. the
1: different, very ritual, very,
0: like, the incarnate, the, the incarnations and, um, the, the way that they, um, they vocalize, um, their creeds and things like that, um, very, like, very prayer-like hymns was another thing that I never thought to be a prayer, you know, if you think about different hymns um, in history, uh, some of them are very much set up like a prayer. I don't know about um, in your church, but in my church, we we do sing certain prayers. Like um, the Lord's Prayer is set to a hymn, um, is one that comes to mind. Um, do you guys have hymn? Do you guys have prayers that are set to hymn?
1: Um. Not necessarily. No. Um, I think prayers are normally spoken. Okay. Um, but I'm thinking of the psalms. You the know, psalms. The songs are mm-hmm. Like songs, like prayers. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, that's one that comes to mind for me too. And lots of different religions, like they, they do prayer differently. But the intention, I think, of every one of those prayers, and this just came into my mind, we think about the... Um, when we do meditations, mm-hmm. the intention—no matter, how, no matter if we're praying with our hands clasped or folded together, or in our lap, or you know, um, facing a certain way, or bowing or kneeling—every single one of us, in humans, have the same intention, I think.
1: That could be the most important word you said so far <laughs> intention
0: intention
1: because what are you
0: asking for
1: right and you know in my this is how i feel about prayer is that in my mind um it can be just a moment of intentional you know stopping for that moment and looking at something in nature, say for instance, and having that feeling of gratitude and saying thank you for for this rose that I'm smelling, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and the intention of gratitude and and like you say, no matter what posture or what place you're in or, um, you know, anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, whether you're reciting something from memory or you're praying from a book or right. it's something or, off the top of your head.
1: Right. And, and one of my favorite books that I've read in the last few years, and I've, it's probably one of the books I've read the most over and over. Mm-hmm. The title of it, and it, it's the three, I'm not sure if it's three favorite prayers or three something, three mm. prayers. Help, thanks, wow.
0: I like that. Help, thanks, wow. I yeah.
1: mean, really? What else is there to say?
0: Mm-hmm. No, you're right, because, I mean, I was thinking, like, when I was just kind of coming up in my head, when are different outside of church, perhaps, or outside of a an organized church service, you know, and my daily routine, where are other places that I pray? Um, Before a meal, even if we're out at a restaurant, I will sit and silently pray, or sometimes my husband and I will hold hands and bless and ask and, and say a moment of... Um, blessing for the opportunity because there were times where we know in our lives where we had to eat mac and cheese and we were happy mac and cheese um and so we will think a moment of gratitude for having this moment to eat this fine meal um and to bless the food um you know uh, we I pray over each one of my grandkids when they were born and when they came into the world um, yeah, I said a prayer over each of my parents when they left this world, um, you know, and and I often get asked to do those kinds of prayers um, more often, right? Than that, that's where a loved one is is working towards leaving this world, and yeah. you know, and it's as much for the person whose life is. Coming to a, as com- commencing, but, um, and moving on to spirit in another life form, um, as it is for the family who just is starting to try to wrap their hat around how life changes for them in that moment. Um, so we, the prayer is, um, is often in solace. Sometimes though, when we, we, Talk to God, though we and we pray. We can be upset and frustrated with feeling like we're not heard. Um, but I would encourage people if if you do have belief or faith enough to have that conversation, to when the time is right and healing has happened for you, to open your perspective to. The possibility that it was answered, just not in the way that you, in set the intention. <laughs>
1: right, and I, you know, we were talking about songs before, and that it's in a song. Um, Thank God for unanswered prayer. Yeah,
0: yeah, because how it's many times?
1: It's not always. It's not always the right thing or the right time, and, and um, yeah, we have to remember that.
0: We do. We do. And this has popped into my head because, um, so last weekend I actually lost a childhood friend to, uh, breast cancer. She had been, um, struggling with it for, struggling with, with it for the better part of a couple of years, but living with it on and off for 10 years. And she said something so profound to her sister that her sister shared with me that I know that her sister won't mind me sharing on the air. Um, Her sister listens. I won't mention their names for privacy, but um, it was just so profound. Mm -hmm. Um, For years, they had been praying for her to beat cancer. And there was a time that she said... That her sister was even angry that, you know, God didn't take cancer away from her. Her body, she didn't feel that God gave her cancer, but she felt, you know, her body, her body acquired cancer, as, as her sister told me. And that she was even mad for a period of time, and asking God why he didn't heal her and take it away. But it was a week before her passing, and she was still very with it, and she was talking to her family, and she knew that, she said, they just... She they knew, or she knew, They, her sister actually had the conversation with her. I know that my time here is limited. I just know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And her, she said that her sister had this conversation that it was in a recent prayer that she had while she was laying there talking to God about, I don't know why I had to go through any of this, but I know someday I'll understand it, that it dawned on her that she didn't know none of us know what the expiration date is that's stamped on the bottom of our foot or whatever, um, that she knew in that moment that the moment she passes, which ironically was like a week later, that she had fulfilled her life expectancy on this planet. And when her sister was retelling me this, she said, that just brought me so much peace because the family wasn't angry about God not healing her. They understood that she was healed in a different way, that she lived out her life expectancy and that so many things as a family were learned on this journey in this Mm -hmm. thing that was defined as a crisis that this beautiful family has later learned that it's not, nobody dies a glamorous death. <laughs> That's what the sister told me. Nobody does. When we leave this world, it's not, a gla- it's not glamorous, no matter how peaceful it is. Um, she said, but my sister left this planet knowing that in the time that she had, she did all the things that she was supposed to do. She fulfilled her earthly bu- bucket list, as her sister said. Yeah. Her work
1: was fulfilled. Yes. Her work was
0: fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And it brought her sister and her family a lot of peace. Does that mean that they don't miss her and they don't still question why it had to go down like that? Sure, they're still they're, It was just it happened a week ago. They're all still yeah. struggling in their own ways. Uh, yeah. But that moment, like to have that come through for her in prayer was just profoundly mm-hmm. healing to her and to the family to be able to pass that on to be well enough right for a week to be able to have that conversation yeah. and pass those yeah. words on to her family
1: yeah and you know and and have gratitude for that that she had that time and that moment with them and yeah uh, you, you know you can find you can find some peace and and gratitude in, in that <laughs> and it you know it um Thank you for sharing that. That's that's
0: and I in what go ahead, sorry.
1: Um I was just gonna say I was made me think about my mom in in mm. the nursing home and just you know um we sometimes we question, you know, why? Why like your friend mm-hmm. why why did this happen to me? Why, why, didn't you heal me? Or, you know, you can ask why uh, about a lot of different things. Yeah. You know, like why is why is my mom just kind of there still?
0: Yeah.
1: Without um, seemingly just existing and without really having any sort of quality of life, mm-hmm. there there must be some reason right. why why her work isn't finished yet, yeah. you know, and, um, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, there was, um, there was a story that was told in my Reiki master training about a local, and I, and, and I don't know this person's name, um, it was a local Reiki that passed several years ago, and they had done a lot of work in in our community um, and for those of you who don't know what Reiki is, R-E-I-K-I, it's a Japanese healing art um, and the person, this Reiki, was laying in the hospital, or in the hospice and in so much pain so much discomfort um, but as a Reiki, you know, would would, um, you know, squint or make facial features, right, they, indicating that they were uncomfortable, um, and going through these these things at the end of life, and um, some somewhere along the lines, is, the, and I'm probably not telling the story correctly, but um, the the as the story was told that the the Reiki was experiencing these things because um, they were taking the pain of everyone else that was in there with them to the other side, like releasing it from every person that was in there, even though they weren't actively practicing Reiki, but they were, their intention was still take, I know that I'm at the end of my life. So let that go with, let that go with me. And you know, I thought when that story was told, I thought that just came back to me as a form of prayer, right? As a Reiki prayer. Let no one person in this building suffer. Let me take it with me.
1: I mean, such compassion. Yeah.
0: You know? To have self-
1: this, selflessness.
0: Have this person be literally on their deathbed knowing that the light is coming to them. Yeah. Um, to, yeah, just be like, I know that, my time is ending let me take this from them and just sending having the wherewithal to send their whatever was left of their healing light in this plan in this on this side because we yeah. know that that light never really dies um sending that light out into that whole building and that whole place it just gave me chills hearing that yeah. story be told that way um, and that was a recount from that person you know why are you know, why aren't I think the question was asked? You know why aren't you doing Reiki on your why aren't you doing self Reiki right now? And it's like because it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna make a difference. But if they could do they could do this that it would make a bigger difference than doing self Reiki on themselves to make themselves not you know not hurt or hurt less or whatever that they could take away the pain of you know 40 other people that they would rather do that than focus on themselves. It's something to be said about that human. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Wow. wow. The power of prayer. You just mm-hmm. never know when you're going to need it or how it's going to show up. Mm-hmm. You know, um, one of the things our Reiki master talks to us about, too, is, you know, when we offer up Reiki, it's, again, it's intention, and it's like an unspoken prayer of sorts that... Yeah, it a, really is. You know? It, it really is. It's an energy-fueled prayer. <laughs> And for the betterment of whomever we're helping, and um, when there's a couple of rules in Reiki, we don't, we typically don't. I say typically, do we don't practice on people who, unless we have like their permission, um, but unless it's for the greater good, and that means like we're we're driving past an accident scene and we see all this stuff happening. My husband and I always send, send Reiki to that scene for the betterment of who all whoever's involved and whatever is needed. Um, mm-hmm. We obviously don't have permission from each of those people to pray over them in that way. Um, right. But it's for the highest good. So yeah, yeah. that Reiki understanding. Um, you know, but when I was thinking about just the, like, Reiki being that kind of form of prayer, um... Yeah. Chagong can be looked at that in that way, too, right? Like, there's different postures, and they each have different intentions, and Mm -hmm. what do you, what do you think about that?
1: Well, the first, well, and, and, um, you know, as soon as I started, I think, oh, I could do this at the end, you know. Uh, I don't want
0: to ruin it for you.
1: (laughs) No, that's okay. you know, I can still do it. But yeah. the first one I thought of was um, your hands in front of the heart, and your the heel of your hands, the bottom of your hands are together, and then your where your fingers are is open yeah. in front of the heart, and then you you send energy there, you send prayer there, and um, a lot of times, your 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 hands just start to open, and it's like a um, flower blossoming in the sun, and it's it's a um, it's for gratitude. Um, so that's one of my favorites. That's the first one I thought of. Mm. Um And and. and As always, our conversations usually come around to energy and the energy Mm -hmm. of prayer. I would think, in my mind, is you know, that loving energy that we have what you know, and whatever our beliefs are, whatever our higher power is, and whatever. I lost my thought. Um, mm. uh, that's you know we can give that focus and attention and intention to to that whether it's you know our mind, our hearts, or our bodies, and that's that's what we work with yeah. with Chikung. Yeah.
0: yeah, and it just dawned on me. I. I I will tell people I did look this up because I'm like I know there's a book out there. When you said, "the energy of prayer," Nhat Khan has a book called "The Energy of Prayer" and "How to Deepen Your Spiritual Practice."
1: Well, I wrote one of the. That's one of the things I wrote down was his name, and yeah, he always said, um, "Every step is a prayer." You walk with yes, you walk with the intention that you're foot upon the earth is a prayer
0: absolutely I, mean, I love that I know yeah. I mean
1: if we just if we just all it's like your prayer at the beginning okay mm-hmm. and if you know something so simple like that seemingly
0: mm-hmm. simple <laughs> yeah
1: simple but not easy um every step as a prayer what what would the change be? In me?
0: Yeah.
1: In you? In our towns? In our country? In our world?
0: We have the power of perception and we have the power of being able to make choices, right, in, in the choice of free will, oh. to, to choose something different. Um, mm-hmm. In the, in the uh, Energy of Prayer book, he talks. it says here, he talks about that prayer has played an increasing role in the practice that he offers his students. Rather than viewing it as a dogmatic obligation, it's a form of energy, a way of communicating with oneself, one's ancestors, one's God. Um, it's redefined not as being about asking some external force for what we need, but about creating an internal environment in which it's easier to manifest the positive outcomes in our lives. That's what I was talking about when I posted about, can you imagine if those those who choose evil and, Mm -hmm. you know, hatred and things like that, if they took that same energy? Yes and shifted it for the positive instead. Even, let's say, obviously this is not the case. If I didn't like Pat, we're not obviously hosting a podcast together, but if I didn't like Pat, I have the choice of just letting Pat be to her own good and leaving me to my own good. I have the choice of choosing to, you know, if she's doing something that, you know, is harming someone else, I have the power to be able to step in and say that's not okay mm-hmm. in a positive way without violence. It's possible. It is. In in this fast-paced world, I think we can do more for ourselves by leaving this... It, the, the world leaves little room for self-reflection sometimes and paying attention and being present because everything just seems so fast. But that's what... The naysayers and the people who do practice hatred and violence and things of those natures want you to believe. They want you to think that things are going by so very fast that you don't even pay attention to what they're doing. That they hope that they can just continue on this path of being tyrants without a consequence and hope that nobody just notices so they can get their way. If only it was that simple. And that's why we have conflict. Because, yes, there are people that step in and say, this is not acceptable, and then force is used upon them. There's got to be a better way, and a better way is to come to a mediation, right? To come to a mediation and say, it doesn't have to be that way. I understand you want this thing. There's got to be some compromise or some, um, you know, better than compromise, some being able to collaborate in some way, some common ground that leaves room for... Growth and reflection and peace in the world, rather than pain and stress.
1: Um, there's a phrase I like, um, and I can't remember who, where I got this from. But in these kind of situations, I always think about that. And from the smallest thing, like an argument with somebody, yeah. or more, do you want? peace
0: or do you want to be right mm. do you want peace or do you want to be right i can't yeah. i can't think of another thing that actually needs to be said <laughs> honestly i think that's a good place to leave it do you want peace or do you want to be right when you're using that intention to pray right And to incorporate prayers into your daily routine or, you know, however it works for you. Think about that when you're setting that intention. Right? Do you want peace or do you want to be right? Do you want the thing that you need to come to you? Or are you just trying to, pardon the expression, screw somebody else over? Right? I I want to one-up them. And that's not a that's not putting good energy out into the world when we enter into a contract to try to get one over on somebody for it's not the betterment of all it's the betterment of me and when we think of it in that way you know like Pat said what do we want do we want peace or do we want to be right because sometimes being right doesn't come with peace yeah sometimes we have to that's a hard pill to swallow. But we can pray, Mm -hmm. right? We can pray in that moment that we have the insight and the wherewithal to understand that peace begins with me, as you said, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: So how will you choose to show up? And how can we make that peace that we have vibrate outward globally? We can do it. It's going to take work. But it'll be worth it. Yeah. When we come back, we will, we may have a few more words to say, I don't know. And then Pat will lead us with our closing activity or prayer. So, stay tuned. have a word you want Pat and I to consider for a future episode? You can leave it on our Facebook page at Unscripted Energy or email us at unscriptedenergy@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello and welcome back to Unscripted Energy. We've been having A lot of fun and really good discussions on this on this podcast today some some of the discussions you guys don't get to hear and see because they're behind the scenes but um nonetheless it's been it's been good it's always good so the word of the week is pray and we've been talking about the different ways that we pray the differences in prayer and um kind of came to this commonality right that the intentions are the same you know Mm -hmm. it's all about the intention what are we putting out into the world Um, I think you know this universe just can use more positive energy to be put out into the world so with that I'm going to hand it over to my co-host Pat Jones to lead us out and wrap up our podcast for the day so what do you have for us today Pat?
1: Talk about a perfect segue you just made for me. did I oh yes without that's
0: how energy works
1: totally unscripted <laughs> and um something you said at the at the end of our time before we took the break you said however it works for you and I that's kind of my um idea of prayer um that you know and and that's how i look at it for myself however it, it works for me you know and however it works for you yeah um, and and so and then you just said about sending energy and prayer out into the world and so what i thought about doing we have a um qigong flow called pebble in the pond mm. And in that movement we talk about the ripples in the water yeah. when a pebble drops into the pond. And so let's just take a few minutes here to drop into that and and all of the energy that we have swirling around us with our discussion about prayer. And however you want to imagine it Um, and if you are in a place in a space at this time to be able to practice with us and close your eyes Uh, and if not um, this would be a nice thing to do later when you have that space to relax and drop in to this Chagong meditation. So let's just sit um, with hands. I have my hands palm to palm in my lap, however you feel comfortable and eyes closed if you wish. And however you want to imagine a body of water just a small little pebble dropped into that water, and uh, you see the ripples in the water going out, flowing out, and we'll, we'll kind of use that for our meditation and our prayer, and. We'll drop a petal pebbles of of peace and let it drop down and ripple out. Let it float down into your center or into your heart or wherever it might land for you. And let peace circle out, ripple out. let's drop a pebble of wisdom. Maybe that pebble drops into your mind or into your heart or into your center. Let's drop a pebble of compassion to the mind, to the heart, and to the center. Notice how that feels in and around and through mind, your heart, and your body, and smile, smile to those ripples that are going out and in and around and through, through you. Through me. And out into the world. Namaste. Namaste.
0: Which means the light in me meets and greets the light in each and every one of you. Thank you for that, Pat. You're
1: welcome. Thank
0: you. And with that. May the ripples meet you wherever you are. May the stillness between each ripple bring you solace, calm, stillness, healing. And we hope this podcast provided you with the prayers and the intentions that you needed. So, For Unscripted Energy, I'm Nora Noble signing off. Be well. Stay safe.
1: Peace.
0: You have been listening to Unscripted Energy, a podcast by hosts Nora Noble and Pat Jones. The viewpoints on Unscripted Energy are those solely of the hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of our followers or commentators. Thank you for tuning in to Unscripted Energy.